Hey guys, what's up? It's Colton Lindsay, your host of The Colton Lindsay Show, where I interview people living epic lives and living life on their terms, creating massive value for others. Before we hop into today's episode, I want to share with you a word from my sponsors. First and foremost, it's my real estate sales team, the WGR Real Estate Sales Team located here in Utah. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate, or if you have a referral for us, get a hold of me or my sales team as quickly as possible. Also, if you're a real estate agent that's looking to maximize your profits inside of your business and grow to a next level, well, go to fearlessagent.com, the most effective and affordable coaching and training platform on the planet today, where you learn from my coach and mentor, Bob Leffler himself. And also, if you're looking to grow your financial freedom, I'm talking start to live life on your terms where you don't have to work for money, but money works for you, go to financialfreedomnation.com and learn the exact cash flow system that took me to financial freedom by the age of 31. Now, let's get into this week's episode and enjoy the show. And if you haven't clicked that like, comment, share, or subscribe button, do it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's Colton Lindsay here going live here in my home office. What's up, my friends? So I wanted to share with you a couple things. Number one is I want to share with you the real, uh, kind of the whole story of why I got banned from um, EXP Realty. Why I haven't talked much about it um, before, and I want to share exactly what my concerns would be about joining EXP, right? So before I share um, kind of my concerns about EXP, I'll share with you my experience, right? Hey guys, you guys hopping on, hit that share button, give me some thumbs up. I think this is a conversation that doesn't, that isn't being had about EXP Realty, and I think a lot of people are... are are so sold on the same reason why I was on joining EXP, okay? So what's interesting is on the join.exprealty, they have one of their values is transparency, which is get things from out of behind the curtain. I always thought that was a funny um, a funny thing, except for my experience with EXP and the leadership actually, um, actually proved opposite of that. It actually proved um, to not get shit out in the open, right? So one of the... Um, things for me right away that I, I realized is I looked at my, I, my due diligence I did to join the company. Anyone making a big change got to do the due diligence, right? But I being fucking stupid due diligence. What I did was took my downline from Keller Williams and compared it to what I would be paid at EXP, which I was paid $3,200 last year, 2017 at Keller Williams, it would have been somewhere around $150,000 in two th- if I had the same downline, right? So anyone would see that with my social network, with my influence, and if they could take their downline and get paid $150,000 for doing the same exact thing, you'd be crazy not to move the change, right? So that was that was how I did my due diligence and it was it was wrong, okay? However, because I have been banned from the company, um, it has forced me to have a little bit at first of bitterness towards it, but it forced me to really take a look at what's going on with the company, right? So a couple of things is everyone talks about how the, it's a publicly traded company, right? It's shares of stock, right? And in my opinion, looking at it and going through the SEC filings and seeing how the whole dynamic is laid out, I personally believe that it is is not something that is, is going to be sustainable. That's my opinion. I could be wrong, so take it for what it's worth, right? But um, I had 55 people in my downline, David, at Keller Wims, and I had left that company just barely. But let me before I get to that point of sharing with you guys um, exactly um, 
what I've discovered during the way. I want to share with you three posts that I posted that were the exact reasons why um, Vicky Bartholomew, uh, Jason Guessing, um, and the local broker Rick Southwick um, banned me from the company, right? And what if you guys know me? I speak truth. I speak my truth, right? I, I always have committed to speak my truth and I always will, right? So there is a... Um, an affirmation that I read on a daily basis and I'd read it with my team. I read it. I've read it for years. Um, yeah, $3,200 I was paid the entire year for a 55 person downline at Keller Williams. So that obviously makes sense. I go to 150,000. But anyways, the affirmation that I say on pretty much a daily basis with my team and I learned it at a place called Warrior Camp. It says, I look them in the eyes, I tell them who I am and if they don't like it, fuck them, right? So that has always been a mantra of mine, a way that I, I, I live my life. And so I've sought to share that, right? So one of the posts that they were texting, messaging around about me on why I wouldn't be a fit, my, my social media is outlandish, blah, 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 whatever. I posted, there's a plague going on, a disgusting disease. Society has decided there is a need to justify little bitches and their victim mentality. The victimhood is leeching off of those with power and connection and these little bitches are getting together and supporting their group of bitches and reinforcing the little bitch inside of each one of these little bitches. You can, oh, I skipped a word, fuck that. You can count on me to not be a little bitch. You can count on me to check your little bitch at the door. And then it goes on and I can't see the rest of it. The term little bitch has been really coined by Grant Cardone today. How many of you guys give a bunch of thumbs up, put a yes in the comments below. How many of you guys have read his books and he says, don't be a little bitch. So I literally took from one of the greatest sales infopreneurs of our time with social media and I wrote my own version of it on social media. That was one that they had um, said why I was banned from the company. The next one was a post I put up December 19th, five tips to have more sex and ultimately increase your sex drive. The topic that's taboo that everyone wants to master, right? For those of you guys that are married right there, um, or sorry, yeah, or in relationships, how many of you guys would want to have more sex in your marriage? Put a yes in the comments or a no if you, if you don't like sex. Um, so look, Zach Spencer, who's my business partner now at, at uh, Refined Real Estate, he said he was at 10X GrowthCon today and the term little bitch was used a lot today at 10X GrowthCon, right? So I put this post, number one is have more sex, number two, men slow it down, number three, women, you, they don't, men don't mean much, maybe a blowjob before breakfast or a simple act of service will go a long way. And I was kind of being like funny and facetious, facetious about this as well, right? And number three, foreplay. Number four is exercise and nutrition. And number five, meditate. But really, the point was, is I wanted to have a top of a conversation with you guys and say, hey, listen, sex is important in your marriage. Here's how you can increase that. That is a conversation that I believe is worth having. So that was the second post that why they banned me from the company. And you know what? Me sharing this is 100% sealing my fate that I will never be a part of EXP because I'm very certain that all of the, um, the decision makers that were already against me have just said, oh my gosh, I can't believe freaking Colton Lindsay got online and, and exposed all this and shared all this. But the reality is this is... This is, I, I've always done that. As long as I have been on social media, I've been authentic and genuine with you guys. And at first I wasn't going to share this story and here's why, because of the $150,000 a year. Because Vicky and, and I, I love Brent Gove, he done, he's done a lot to help me. I think he's one of the best people in the company. Um, I spoke with even Jay Kinder, I spoke with Gene Fredericks, 
uh, and, and, and all the same topic came up was, hey, Colton, can't just tone it down for a little bit till you get in the company. And I thought that was strange that everyone kept telling me that, tone it down till you get in the company. And it was almost as if, okay, I have a choice at this point, tone it down and not speak my voice, not speak my truth so I can make a lot of money or speak my truth and know I can't be a part of that company. That was kind of the decision I'd been processing the last couple of weeks because oh, that was a lot of money. And I, it got to my head where people were saying, maybe, maybe I should actually just kind of tone my social media down so I can get in and make a lot of money. Okay. So that leads me into the next couple of points is number one is I believe anyone that joins EXP at least for the next 12 to 18, 24 months for certain will make a ton of money. I have no question about that, guys. Anyone that is talking to you about an opportunity to make money in EXP, I believe is 100% correct. And I know people that are making a lot of money with the company, okay? So so that is, is for certain, right? I have no doubt on that, right? And I know for a fact that if I toned down my social media, if I didn't speak my truth, I could be in the company and making a ton of money myself. I, I get literally 15 to 20 people a day reaching out to me about EXP, whether to join or questions if they should join or have you considered to join, right? So, um, oh, that's a lot of money over at Costello. Maybe I should go over to Costello Real Estate. So anyways, that was the number one reason that attracted me. And that's the number one thing I want to share with you. There's a huge opportunity to make a lot of money. But I wanted to share with you six or seven, maybe a handful of things that I would be concerned about to join after I did my due diligence and saw that it was beyond the money for me because it came to me not about money. I, it was about principle. It was about values. It was my, I mean, I went to the broker's doorstep when he, when he, called me and said that I couldn't join EXP. I went to Rick Southwick's door and I and I knocked and I said, hey man, what's going on? Why can't I join? Because um, he wouldn't call me back. He wouldn't text me back. He wouldn't call me back. He wouldn't even have a conversation with me, right? So I went over there, saw what was up and he said that my values didn't align up. So I pulled out my values and I read off. And if you guys know me, I've shared my values. Number one is health and vitality. Number two is love, warmth, and compassion. Number three is appreciation and connection. Number four is presence and patience. Number five is intelligence. Number six is peace and tranquility. And it, the list goes on, right? And I, and I said, well, what are your values, Rick? And he stuttered. And he, he could mumble out financial and family. And it was very clear that he was at that point being, uh, I don't know the best word to put it, but he was, he was stereotyping me in a way is how I felt, right? That, and, and I had further conversations with Vicki Bartholomew that would blow your mind, right? That she said, based on my social media, that it is not professional as a realtor and that it's actually our job as realtors to dumb down who we are to the general public, right? Which that is complete lie. However, give me one second. What's up? You want me to open this? Okay. There you go. Okay. Sorry, my daughter wanted raspberries. So one of the things that um, became very clear to me is that they are very, there's some leaderships that's very ju judgmental in their company. In fact, my conversation with Vicki Bartholomew was, I am a strong Southern woman. And she said it in a way that would insinuate that EXP only wants to tailor to a, a kind of a white collared Sunday going on church every Sunday type of person. And maybe she didn't mean it that way, but that's how I received it, right? 
I look back at most of my customers. I mean, you've got some of my customers have sleeve tattoos down their arms. I mean, I have people in my organization that I've hired that have had substance abuse problems in the past. Myself has had challenges in the past. I don't go to church and, and yet my heart is full of love. And those folks that are not part of that straight, uh, white collar, go to church every Sunday, strong Southern person, you know, those conservative um, values, if they're not fitting into that, they don't, they, don't, they don't want that, or at least they don't want to portray that, okay? So that's how I felt. So as I continued to take a look at this, I realized, okay, Jay Kinder, super cool guy, got to know him, great guy. He told me, he, he said, hey, Colton, you know, matter, no matter what, you're going to make a lot of money with or without EXP. Don't worry about that. Keep doing you. Keep doing you. Uh, being yourself and yet you every I had a conversation with him I had I heard the fuck word four or five times right I had conversations with other folks in um, that have tried to help me and all of them have been saying the same exact thing listen there are a few individuals in the company that don't get the concept of social media just hold out you'll be able to join but then I started looking um, at a couple of, of, of things with inside of, and I didn't say that you couldn't have tattoos, by the way, just so you know, that, that was just an example. My customers have tattoos, right? There's probably EXP agents that have tattoos is my guess. But, um, anyways, as, as I was really taking a look at this, I was just kind of set back and surprised because then I saw Greg McDaniel, right? He had joined EXP, Brian Casella, who I was actually helping join EXP with AJ Mida, right? If you guys follow Greg McDaniels or if you follow Jay Kinder or if you follow um, Brian Casella, you know that far and away their language and the things they talk about are just as crude as I am. I mean, if you look on, um, I think it's called Real Estate Uncensored is, is Greg McDaniels podcast. He says fuck more times than he says the word the. And no offense, I say it too, just as much or more, right? But it's kind of strange that then they would, would regulate on my social media, yet they let a shit ton of other people in with that social media. I look at it now as a blessing, though, a blessing in disguise, because I'm really glad I didn't join it. Here's a couple of other, here's, here's the reasons why I'm glad. So number one is, it's not a real tech company, okay? A real tech company has coders working on their side, creating proprietary software so there's a flow of information and a data collection. They have zero proprietary information or, or, or uh, technology that they've created with coders, right? So it's not a tech company. Uh, number two is the leadership is divided in two different areas. I've heard from several people, but I don't know how true this is, that um, that uh, that uh, Glenn, the, the founder, and, um, oh shoot, what's his name? Gene Fredericks. I've heard they don't see eye to eye. I don't know if that's true or not. I've only spoke with Gene. We didn't even talk about Glenn at all. But that's just what I've heard from EXP members that I've, uh, that I've talked with and spoke with. And what I've got from a lot of the EXP agents that I've dealt with, and trust me, I have dealt with a lot of you guys which have tried to help me join the company. Even here locally, right? And uh, you, you'll 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 attest to this, right? What's going on is there's probably 75% of the company that is forward thinking in a sense. They want to expand. They get how social media works. They want to network. They want to grow. But then there's 25% of the company that is still doing business as if it's early 2000s. Is is they want to regulate the agents to fit a certain mold, right? You have to fit a certain mold. If you don't fit that certain mold, you get kicked out of the company, which is which is okay. Right, but it's not forward thinking. It's not going to be a leadership for the millennials. It's not going to be able to build a long term culture. Right, the fact that that their vice president 
believes that as professional realtors, you should actually dumb yourself down to the public and not really share who you really are because it's your duty, that, that that's the leadership in the company. And and no offense against her. She's a great person from what I've spoke with her. But, but to me, that's a concern. I don't want that type of leadership to be involved with. I think another thing that's very interesting is there's this kind of EXP Keller Williams bullshit going on, like whose dick is bigger than the other sort of thing, right? When it's very clear that Keller Williams is the much better, bigger company. Uh, on on all counts, I think that there's one thing that EXP forgets that they don't have. They don't have an amazing individual like um, they don't have an amazing individual like uh, Gary Keller, right? Whether you freaking are an EXP agent or not, or a Keller Williams agent or not, freaking Gary Keller is a phenomenal individual that has really revolutionized and transformed the real estate industry over the last thirty uh, or, um, industry over the last thirty forty years, right? that the EXP company does not have that leadership. In fact, it's been said by many people um, that the founder is, he's the tech guy, right? Glenn's the tech guy. He doesn't, um, he, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not a people person. He's not a business person. He, we leave that to the directors, right? So, um, I, that that's the thing that's very interesting about that. I mean, you got James said, I was surprised when I heard you were not approved. You were doing great and will absolutely keep doing great, right? That's what blows my mind. But I look at it as God doing something for me, right? But let me continue down this, right? So some of the things is that the leadership is is what would be my concern is 25% is backward thinking, 75% is forward thinking. Jay Kinder, forward thinking. Gene Fredericks, forward thinking. Brent Gove, forward thinking, Right. Unfortunately, I believe the people that are in the decision-making offices are not as forward-thinking. One of the challenges with that is the onboarding process inside of the each individual states. For example, one local state broker controls the yes or no for everyone. So, for example, if the state broker doesn't like you, which I could be wrong, but I leave, I believe in my case that is is there are several people in my local market that are on the older generation. They don't like how I do social media and do business and I'm really open and authentic. That's not accepted by the older school way of doing real estate. And the newer school way of doing real estate is clearly accepted. Hey, what's up, Wayne Solomons? How you doing, my man? So that would be my concern is the leadership of the company. And I think that you could have great leadership in EXP. And I think there are great members that will be will be leaders, but I just don't think they're in the decision-making roles at this point. Um, the third thing that really concerns me is about the parabolic growth of the company. We, there's no question that the company is growing at a very huge rate. I mean, we're talking 200, 300% agent count per year, right? That's that's huge, right? However, what the challenge is with that, and if you look at the SEC filing, how many of you guys have looked at the SEC filings, put SEC in the comments, and if you haven't, put a no, right? couple of very interesting things about the SEC filings. Um, number one is they operating costs for the first nine months in 2017 uh, were $114 million uh, operating expenses. So in uh, just over $114 million. So in 2017, it was literally spent over $114 million, which it's a tech company, right? Tech companies can get away with it, even though it's not a real a real tech company. Their net um, assets, like actual assets, were about one point two million dollars. I, I did notice on the SEC filing that they were counting about seven point five. I was trying to find the number here now. Seven point. Oh, right here. Uh, no, seven about seven point five million in collectibles. So when they receive money from um, you know from from collectibles on contracts and stuff like that, they're counting that as as an asset. And so you guys all know when it comes to the real estate in those contracts, it's 
I don't know. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> to call it an asset is, is interesting because the way their model is set up, that cash flow goes out and it's going to be spent out in the expenses. So it's, it's not even like a real asset, in my opinion. Right. But that's to be uh, debated either way. Here's something that really, really I thought was interesting. OK, so. Um, his name is Glenn D. Sanford. If you look on this SEC reporting, he owns 22,700,144 common shares of stock as of the end of third quarter, or I guess it would be the fourth quarter for the fiscal year, but end of, of September. So Glenn Sanford owns 42.05% of the stock in the company. That's a shit ton of stock, right? Um, and then his, I, I've heard Penny is his ex-wife. I don't know if it's his ex-wife or anything. And that's because I've heard that from a lot of people. It's the gap because people um, are giving people, you know, the company gives away shares of stocks, a grants away. I'm going to talk about that in a second. I don't know if this is how it works or not, but I, because I, I, to be quite honest with you, I'm, I don't, I'm not an expert on SEC filings, right? But I thought it very curious is Penny Sanford, and I don't know her. I would imagine she was either married or is married to Glenn Sanford. Um, 29.22%. She owns 29.22%. So between the two of them, they roughly own 72% of eXp Realty, right? And currently today, I think it's trading right around 12 or 13 bucks a share. You do the math. What is um, 15 million, almost 16 million shares plus 22 million? Do the math. 30, uh, 38 million shares. Do 38, 39 million times $12. Do that, do the math on that. Who can find that number for me? 38 million shares times $12. Tell me what that value is at. I'd love to see someone do the math there, okay? My guess is off the top of my head, somewhere around a half a billion dollars between the two of them, maybe maybe less than that, maybe three, four hundred million dollars. Okay, so that's very interesting. So he has three, four hundred million dollars um, I would imagine people has probably started to cash out shares, uh, Wayne. I, I noticed that the stock hit 17 a share about a month or so ago, and then it came back down to 12. That to me was an indicator in my experience that a, someone that had stocks had cashed out their stocks, right? But here's, um, yeah, Adam confirmed that people have, right? So there's money. That's what I said to start this off. Patrick said it's $456 million. So Cindy said that too. So just so you guys are aware, this agent-owned company that everyone's talking about, the two two people own 456 million um, shares or $456 million worth of stock. Has anyone th thought anything interesting about that? That's very crazy to me, right? So, I mean, that's cool for them. They're making a lot of money, but here's what happens. Every time someone signs, uh, it refers, like when you become an, uh, when you cap at $16,000, you're you're giving, um, uh, yeah. I don't know. Not really agent owned, right? That's what that's what I would be concerned about, Patrick. It's not really agent owned. It's Sanford owned. Seventy four percent of the company, or seventy two percent Sanford owned, which is cool. Good for him. He's making some money. But here's what's interesting: when you cap, you get one hundred twenty five shares given back to you, right? When you become an icon agent, you get X amount of shares given back to you at this point to pay back your cap. When you refer an agent to the company, right, through the recruiting revenue share program, you're awarded 125 shares of stock. So, for example, if someone recruits me, they're going to get 125 shares of stock. Where does that share come from, right? Where do those 125 shares come from? 
to me, what with the way I understood it, and if someone understands it differently, please explain to me because I would imagine that the other 28% of stock is owned by the AXP members, which you know the members of the of the company. I've heard that Gene Fredericks has has uh, has several million uh, or several million shares, or a couple million. Who know? I don't know for sure. That's all talk. You know, part of these people that try to to to, to reach out, the members of EXP try to reach out and and uh, what do you call them? Uh, recruit you. Some of you guys do a great job at it, by the way. Some of you suck terribly. Just so you know, most of you suck at it. There's a few of you that do really well, and I've appreciated networking and getting to grow and, and learn from you. Right? You guys have helped me get some due diligence. Right? Um, however, that gives about 28% of the company. That's my guest is 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 who who owns that? That would be. Are they diluting the shares? I don't know that they're diluting the shares. What I would be concerned about is when someone signs up, they're growing, I've heard about 100 people a day. So that means that if they're growing at 100 people a day, they're giving back 125 shares of stock per day to 100 people because that's 100 people have referred, right? So you do the math on that, 125 shares of stock a day uh, per, you know, each 125 shares is about worth um, $1,500. So if they're doing 100 um, people a day, that means that they're giving $150,000 worth of stock away every single day. So when that those stock shares are awarded to me as an agent, let's say if I recruited someone, where does that money go, right? Like so so my my thought is and I could be off on this, but what happens is is EXP Holdings is the publicly traded company and EXP Realty is the real estate broker that's owned by EXP Holdings. So what my guess would be is, and I could be wrong on this, so don't, don't, this is, I'm just walking through this in my own head, is that either Penny or Glenn are selling shares to EXP Realty at the tune of $12 per share. So basically if they're share selling to them, um, $150,000 worth of shares a day. So the way I look at it, it's very possible that Glenn Sanford and or Penny Sanford are earning about $150,000 a day with this company, which would equate to about $4.5 million. So I would be very interested to see where their number of shareholdings are by the end of this year. They're not probably going to file again, SEC filing till my guess is end of probably November of 2018. So it'd be very interesting to see what happens um, come November. So that's what I would be concerned about right there. So as they have the parabolic growth, because everyone wants to really, I mean, everyone wants to join. It's a great company uh, to make money, right? But I don't think they have the onboarding process figured out, number one. Number two is I've heard from several people that, it's people. Some people have been delayed two to three um, weeks in order to um, get their commissions paid. I've also heard from people that there's the, obviously the monthly tech fee. They've given them their credit card and they weren't charged for it, so they're not. That to me is a sign of an accounting accounting issue that they're not collecting on the revenue there. Um, but but I don't think that that's. I mean, mistakes happen in business. But my point is, I believe that they're growing with number of agents faster than they have the capacity to service um, the the growth. Do you see what I'm saying? And so. The way I see it is a big old house of cards that is, has to be stacked just perfectly, and it's not going to go bankrupt. I don't think this company will go bankrupt, banked on the on, on the um, 
the, the, the SEC filings and based on their assets, they don't really have any liabilities that like debt that they owe to people. The way I would see the, the company challenged is the fact that it crashes from the time up because it's growing so quickly that all of a sudden it would go right like that and, and it would it, they just wouldn't be able to service all the agents in the files and the contracts right so that would be a concern of mine number four would be the working agreement um re reserve uh the revenue share they reserve the right to adjust the revenue share at any time right so if they want to they want to change the comp plan with revenue share they could change that anytime per the addendums in the contract i've read through those um also if you leave once you're in the company three years, but let's say you do leave the company, you go from expansion share to, um, what is this? Yeah, I'd love to hear about that, Adam, the shareholder event in April. So um, what, what, one thing that I was gonna, what I was gonna look at was um, as far as the, you go from expansion to, I think what it was called, you, EXP agents tell me. Uh, so there's expansion growth and then there's exponential. That's what it is. So it goes from exponential revenue share to expansion revenue share. So if you if you do leave the company, and I know the argument is why would you leave, but there's other opportunities. You leave the company, your revenue share reduces by 95%. So that would be a concern for me. Um, is that, that there is a chance if you're building up revenue share, number one is could it collapse in two years? Number two is uh, two or three years, who, who knows, right? Uh, may or it may not, I could be off on this. Um, but the other one is uh, you, you lose 95% of it if you do decide to leave the company. Another one that I'd be concerned about too is you cannot will your revenue share away there is a stipulation in there if you were like injured, like you can't perform your duties anymore and be an active realtor or whatever, you could then assign it over to an entity, but whoever that family member or person is that takes it over must be a licensed realtor in that state and then they must approve that person into the state, right? Yeah, Chris, I'm very certain that um, you definitely get paid on the 22nd with your rev share and um, paid at closing, right? So I'm just saying from several people that have said um, that they didn't get paid on time and I, no one's gonna talk about that out publicly, right? These are all in private messages because I get, I mean, I've probably had 300 messages asking me about why are you banned from EXP and can I, I can get you in and blah, 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 which is cool, I appreciate that help. But my point is, is this is my perception and this is my story of it. Um, and so I had just made that official decision that is as good as the opportunity is for me to make money with the company, it's just, it's definitely not gonna be a fit for me in order for me to jump through all of the hoops um, to be uh, not who I am. That's, that's the thing I have a struggle with the most is I can't be me and be in that company and I will never change my values for money. I will never let dollar signs deflect me from my course and, and, and what I'm, I'm standing for, right? I would dare say that no one has openly spoke any, what would, could be construed as negative criticism of EXP um, for, for various reasons. Either either you're in the company and you don't wanna share really the, the your concerns, but you're talking with each other. I mean, I, I know for a fact that there's been discussions that, that there's a lot of concerns with the leadership, right? Um, what values did they have a problem with? Uh, Arnie said, they, they, uh, they, that's just it, right? They had a problem with, um, you know, how I expressed my values. They believe that 
being authentic and being uh, genuine and being um, using the languages that I use, use. Like I can't use the word fuck, right? Like I can't talk about how to increase your sex drive on my social media. I can't use the word little bitch, right? Like these are these are terms that and if you follow big influencers today, Gary Vaynerchuk is a prime example. Um, Scott, yes, I would say, because Scott just said some belief, that was what I was talking about when 75% of the company has it figured out. 75% of the people have it figured out in EXP and could really make the company grow. 25% of you don't have it figured out, unfortunately. And you can only be as strong as the weakest link, right? And so that's that's really what concerns me with this is I, I even I during this whole time I wanted to speak up, but I was afraid that if I did, and this is this is why I'm sharing now, I was afraid that if I spoke up and I spoke publicly about this, it would definitely ruin my, my chance to get an EXP, which it is. It will completely 100%. I will never get to join this company. Greg McDaniel, who is in EXP, he said, check this out. I want to read this post. He said, dude, I cuss all the time and there's no problem. They want me to put my podcast up on their main platform to help me understand this, my friend. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. So Greg McDaniels, who cusses all the time on his podcast, EXP wants to put it up on under their uh, platform, and yet specifically they're looking at me who cusses and shares no much differently than Greg does. That's my point with the problem with the company right now, is they're making divided decisions. Had I looked to apply the company in California, I guarantee you it wouldn't have been a problem, right? But I live in a conservative state of Utah where they're making decisions based on my state and it's just crazy. What? Mate, Mike, did you watch the video on our tribe page? Oh, oh, yeah. So that's a good point. Wayne's talking about the little bitch video that I made. Wayne, you tell me yes or no. Is the little bitch video that I made empowering or is it disempowering? Like that's the type of content that I create on the regular basis. So I'm not, I, I don't want you guys to think that I'm upset by not being able to join EXP. I was, I was totally bummed at first. But as I started to go through these things, I looked like this. Um, it, it, I looked like this was actually a great blessing. You know, it's, a lot of people have thought that that being in Utah is the problem. But to me, like the the the, the fact that people look at Utah that way, there is a whole group of individuals that that aren't so conservative religious folks. There's a lot of great people here that don't are not religious and are very great people that I connect with on a high level, right? I have a 70% referral-based business with my real estate company. Um, I'm one of the major influencers and contributors to Fearless Agent, which has been a rapidly growing company since um, 2014. Um, I, I, I've, I've been a very influencing member of the, the Real Estate Hustlers Mastermind. I've launched the WGR Academy. I've helped tens of thousands of agents across the country. So to me, it's, 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 there's something strange going on. And their SEC filings, if you haven't gone through it, uh, you definitely got to check it. Um, who's to know? You never say never. I could be. I could be. I, I would agree with that. I could be the CEO of EXP one day. I, I, I would. I would dare say that if I were the EXP or the president of that company, it would definitely grow significantly more than it's currently growing in a much better path. Right. It, it, that I, I believe that. I say that with my heart. I would be a better president of, of EXP and a better president or CEO of EXP than the current leadership in there. 
right? And they're going to be very disappointed and sad that when they hear about it. They guarantee it's going to happen, right? But who knows? This is just um, – this is – this. oh, no, it's not just my language, Danielle. I, if, you, if you didn't see the first of this, um, I shared the three posts that it specifically was. Um, um, so, yeah, I, I shared the post that, that they banned me from. I talked about sex drive. I talked about little bitches. And I talked about um, – I can't remember what the other one was. Oh, another one that they brought up is I had put a post up about LSD and DMT and psilocybin, right? How many of you guys that are EXP agents have had an experience with peyote or psilocybin or LSD? I mean, I bet you that you've got members of EXP that are microdosing LSD today or psilocybin. It's a very common thing that people are, are microdosing, um, and you'd be surprised who is microdosing today, right? And yet, because I publicly speak up about it and talk about it, then then they're the ones they want to ban the person that speaks, right? So. Um, they probably are afraid I would expect, um, expose the inner workings because I, I don't know the inside, guys. I'm literally seeing from the outside and sharing you my experience with EXP. It's, it's been a, um, probably the most difficult challenge in my business career um, because not because of not joining EXP, but because I was completely deflected off my path. And oh man, I'm so grateful that I was deflected off my path because that's when opportunity comes. Is when you get deflected, when you get knocked off, when you when you um, when, when you when you're going one way and your new course shows up. That's that's when life turns out awesome. That's when the blessings come to appear. So that was it in a nutshell, man. Um, I don't I don't fault Vicky, Jason, uh, even Rick Southwick for not letting me in the company, but. I, I, I do, I'm, I'm not going to not share. I think people need to know, right? Like it makes zero sense that they, that they banned me from the company, especially with people that are already in the company and the language that they use and the things that they do. It, it is like, it is no different, right? So that's the, the reason they blocked me is, is, is not something's up there, dude. Number one, number two is what, what else is up is their filings are whack and no one can really explain that to me on a high level. So Adam Bailey says it's been a great experience. I can believe it, man. I know AJ's had a great experience. I know Jay Kinder's had a great experience. Gene Fredericks has had a great experience, right? A lot of people have had a great experience with EXP. I'm not saying that I would bet that a lot of people are having a great experience, right? This is my experience. It was a terrible fucking experience, right? I have not had any experience that was worth it with EXP thus far in my life. BC, Brian Casella. Yeah, a lot of you guys don't know that we were we were talking before we both joined. It was my goal. Um, it was my goal because I had sponsored Brian Casella over at Keller Williams and AJ had sponsored me. So I was going to go over and be sponsored by AJ and then I was going to sponsor Brian. And what we were planning on doing was together to kind of launch a really good series with the real estate hustlers inside of the EXP brand. That was our goal, right? Albie said we battled for you. A lot of people did. I know Mikey battled for me. I know uh, Chris did. I know um, Adam Bailey did. Jay Kinder did. I mean, I had people literally calling Vicky, calling Glenn. I spoke with Vicky. I mean, you guys, I totally appreciate your sport. I'm grateful that you guys have had a great experience. And I hope I hope you guys have a ton of freaking success, right? But I, I don't know what the – I don't – something doesn't add up to me from my experience. And it was just too bad that it, it happened that way. But it was so good that it did, right? But how cute is this little girl here? How cute are you? 
Hey, who is that? It's you. Can you say what's up? Say, don't be a little bitch. <laughs> See, I have a different style of coaching and, and, and leading my kids. I, I teach my kids to say, fuck yeah. I teach my kids to say, don't be a little bitch. And, but it's the meaning that I put behind those words. And it's the meaning of make your best life possible. I want my kids to grow up to not be afraid. That, that when, when they come up with those excuses of why not to execute, they can say, don't, I'm not going to be a little bitch. I'm going to go dominate. I'm going to go win. I'm going to go do my life. Right? And just because that's misconstrued from someone else, that's, that's, that's going to be a big challenge for the growth of EXP. And I hope that they can break through that because until they can, until they can be more open, they are going to have some challenges. Um, so appreciate you guys. Hey, we had a pretty good showing on this tonight. If you guys have any questions, I'd love to answer them for you. Charles said too much power. Adam, uh, Al says very interesting conversation. Such a doll. So does this mean dinner with Glenn is off on the table in Vegas? I will so sit down at the dinner table with Glenn in Vegas. I'm totally, totally open to meet with the, with the, the, the board of directors. Um, yeah, no one really knows how it's going to pay out in five years. I, I want to bring this up though, Wayne, because um, I, I know I spoke to you about this. What would you rather do? Would you rather build a long-term business that you know is going to pay you back or a long-term business that you hope is going to pay you back? Which makes more sense for you in the long run? Answer that question. Um, join cities, Colton. I'll accept you. <laughs> Colton, I really hoped to have you with us, man. Dude, I really hoped to be there as well. Unfortunately, it didn't, didn't follow. Everybody thought Gary was crazy. Time will tell. Crazy or amazing. I, I don't know that, that this is a good comparison, Keller Williams to EXP. Um, remember, Keller Williams started out as revenue share, and they had to switch it. Sorry it didn't work out, but you'll do great with the without. I, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Amazing. Make your own EXP. Still don't know what EXP is. <laughs> hey, go talk to, um, here are a couple of people you can talk to. Go talk to Chris. He's a great guy at EXP. Wayne is a great guy. Mick, Mickey's a great guy at EXP. A lot of people here on EXP you could talk with, learn more about that company. Am I with, uh, love my mindset. Thanks, Christopher. No, I'm no longer with Keller Williams. I'm with Refined Real Estate. It's an independent brokerage. Part of the challenge as I went through this, um, I had spoke to the owners at Keller Williams and let them know that I was planning to go to EXP. And they said, hey, if things don't work out, you can come back. Some things didn't work out, so I was going to go back. And then they said that I needed to make an 18-month commitment. So that was unfortunate. I don't think looking back that um, it was um, – I, I think they really wanted me to stay at the company. And I think that was just his way of dealing with it was to almost kind of box me. And I don't know really why he did that, but he did it. It was a business decision he made. And I had to make a choice whether to stay for them or not. And I wasn't about to make an 18-month commitment anywhere. And that might have been because of my ego a little bit. I'll be honest with you. So we opened up our own company, Refined Real Estate. So if you have some partners with Zach Spencer, he's over the 10X Growth Con right now. But uh, we opened in our own company, Refined Real Estate. Um, it's a virtual, oh, virtual brokerage. Hey, Charles, I was just wondering if you want to go hop on um, the virtual brokerage later and go on a boat ride with me. We can rent a boat together. Uh, why did I want it so bad? Great question. The money. I got lost in the money, man. Um, I would, my downline would have paid me 150 grand a year. Wouldn't you want an extra 150K a year for doing what you do? 
I mean, uh, what they talk about is is well compensated, and you are well compensated if you if you bring people into the company. Uh, Wayne said, "See, he'd rather build in his own long term hero nation. If you're not already part of the hero nation, go join." Um, what sparked your interest in changing DXP before things changed? Oh, I just answered that question. I, the money. I would have made a ton of money in my recruiting. And I don't think a lot. I don't think everyone's going to make a ton of money in their recruiting. They just don't know how to do it. There's, it seems to me that with their recruiting, recruiting the challenges with EXP is there's not really an educational process on it. I think if they had an educational training process to help people how to do better at recruiting, I think that would be beneficial for the business. Talk to Greg McDaniel. He's brilliant. I've talked to Greg. He's awesome. I've been on his podcast before. Great dude. Regional director or OP? I'm not quite sure what that means. Still fearless, baby. Fearless agent. Ego has made me a lot of money and lost me a lot of money. Yes, that's the truth. Um, hey, thanks, Rich, for, for enjoying the content. Click, click that share button. I want to make sure that as many realtors see this as possible, hear this as possible. Um, I appreciate Albie. He battled there. I could see that. Um, I want to just appreciate you guys that are in EXP. Just because I shared my experience and I shared my thoughts, good luck, man. I want people to succeed. You know that's what I want for people. Um, this is just my experience, and I, th and I thought I would share it with you. So, cool. Let's just see if I had any more of these. I missed a bunch. We get, who gave you eight min 18 months of real estate? OP or regional director? The OP gave me 18 months. You will be hell of a lot more than 150 k a year, brother. Add a few zeros. Yeah. For sure. I'm just saying with my current downline, the growth, I totally get that, Albie. I would have, just so you guys know, um, I would have, I would have, I, I would have over the next three to five years, based on the growth, I would have made a lot more than 150K a year with EXP. To me, that is the fact that I'm, I'm willing to publicly speak about my experience. Here's, here's why I wanted to share, because I want to share my journey with you guys. And if EXP can't handle my me sharing my journey as being part of the company, I don't want the millions of dollars, man. Millions of dollars. Money's not real. Money is not real. It's a belief system. And there's so much more opportunity. I mean, I just I just uh, am finalized a new investment starting April 1st will pay me $3,500 a month passive income. There's more money out there to be made every single day, right? And my return on that investment is, is hundreds of percent, right? So my point is, is you can find opportunities all the time. Yes? Say yes. Wave goodbye. Say share. Share. Hit the share button. Say hit the like button. Like this. Can you do it? No, this thumb. Do this one right here. You want to do that one? Do it. Like, like, do thumbs up. This is what life is really about right here, game. Right here. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. We'll see you guys. Hey, I just want to real quick say thanks for listening in to another episode of The Colton Lindsay Show, where I interview epic people living epic lives by creating massive value for others. Once again, go to my website, www.thefinancialfreedomnation.com to learn how you can create financial freedom starting today. And if you're a real estate agent that wants to learn how to do business completely differently than all other agents, we'll go to fearlessagent.com and we'll see you there. Thanks for watching, guys. Subscribe, comment, like, and share.